And welcome back to another episode where we talk about Secret Invasion episode. Is it four now? Yeah, yeah it's episode four. Yeah, four. And we have two more episodes left. And wow, okay, things are happening. Um, my question now is how the hell are we going to wrap this up in two episodes? Yeah, um, so Secret Invasion, mm -hmm. I think, kind of a interesting show. Uh, and we are seeing some... Like you said, uh, things are starting to wrap up. Yeah. Well, ra like intense up pretty rapidly. I mean, uh, there's a, a plot against the U.S. government and uh, against the president. It's like, oh, oh, this is some, you know, like mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lot of crazy stuff that's gonna be happening uh, for these final episodes. And you're, yeah, it does make you wonder how are we gonna like, you know, wrap this all up, kind of thing. Uh, and yeah, it, it's. This scene is going to be interesting. Um, I think one of the more interesting aspects of the episode uh, so far was it was uh, that relationship between uh, Fury and his wife. You know, that is probably some of the best acting I've seen, specifically in a Marvel project. Not to say like most Marvel projects aren't good acted, uh, but that's been a, it's been a while. Yeah, I think it's because you can clearly tell. Just from the acting about like the history between these two characters, heck, we even learn like because obviously scrolls take the appearance of other people, mm -hmm. and Fury's wife, like you know, as explained through the show, like Fury uh, met uh, Priscilla is the name of the uh, person uh, that mm -hmm. the scroll took the identity of. Yeah. Uh, but you learn the history of like okay, so how exactly did that happen? And it's like oh, that's kind of neat. You know, that's a very interesting way of looking at it kind of thing, you know, of, like, her circumstances of how, you know, it led to that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and but it's just, like, just, um, uh, it's also just, like, you know, the way it's shot and the way, you know, their conversation is going is, like, they're, they're essentially talking like if they were a married, like, they are a legit married couple, like, this is a conversation you... American couple would have about. Well, I mean, I mean, I feel like they are. Though, I mean, right? yeah, that, that, what I'm saying is that. You mean talk about the actors? The actors, yeah. Right, yes, okay, yes, right, yes. The sense. actors are acting in such a great way. Mm -hmm. Samuel Jackson and the woman whose name is escaping me are doing a fantastic job uh, of that. And like, one of my favorite things about that sh about that scene too was that right behind the and this let you remember that the guy who who direct who was in charge of like uh, Mr. Robot was also doing this show. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the shots pretty much some that, uh, you know, follow that, follow suit with that. And uh, there's a shot with her, like, uh, when they're talking, it's just like, she's sitting behind all these different masks. You know, different identities, uh, different, um, you know, because like, she's a scroll. And it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's obvious because she's a scroll. Now, but you got to understand what the meaning behind that is, like, she's hiding face, right? Honestly, I didn't even, my I completely forgot about the masks until like that scene ended, and now you reminded me. I'm like, oh yeah, she is positioned in a way where the camera does show all these masks, and yeah, like that makes sense. Like thematically, the scrolls themselves have different appearances. They can, you know, take whatever appearance. You know, they're mm -hmm. shape-shifting aliens, and yep. obviously, you know, it's a scene of like what version of you know Priscilla are we looking at here? You know. Is it? And it, yeah, it adds yeah, like another. Yeah, she's like, hiding behind the skin of um, uh, of Priscilla, right? Mm -hmm. 
Because like remember because of the conversation they had earlier, mm-hmm. and then Fury just shoots one of them off, right? There's, there's a lot of thematic things going on there, and I and I love it. <laughs> I was like, I am eating this up as someone who loves theming and like and and you know metaphors and stuff like that. I I loved it. <laughs> That's sort of the neat thing of uh, movies and TV shows that you can have that visual cue in, mm-hmm. like it's a show don't tell kind of thing that really like it sort of like amplifies it so like it's kind of like it's a, it's akin to easter eggs in a weird way but mm-hmm. it's easter eggs like oh it makes you think about the hidden context and like what this, this scene actually means mm-hmm. rather than just oh yeah look it's uh, that one thing from that uh, that one comic that i liked a lot you know yeah it's it's, it's more like oh there's actual like reason behind all this yeah um, do we want to get into the reveal of the secret scroll that uh, is inhabiting the body of a very I, well-known uh, part character? Part of me does not want to, but at the same time, I feel like we need to discuss uh, people's thoughts on it, right? Because I am not against this, though some people are like, well, what does this mean? You know, does that mean he was always this? He was always that? Uh, why couldn't it have been like a more important character? And it's it, it leans back to what we were talking about in the last episode about Secret Invasion, where yeah. you know, like the one of the big things about the the comic uh, uh, storyline was you know various superheroes and stuff were you know replaced by scrolls and stuff like that, and you know that, that was a big deal. But uh, in the terms of the MCU, it's not like you can just have uh, Iron Man. You know, Tony Stark show up and be turned out, oh, he was a scroll all along or whatever. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, wait, what? That doesn't make sense. You know, uh, so, I mean, part of it, I think, is just, yeah, obviously, with the, the scale of the show, you're not, you know, I think the re- the actual reason why is obviously, like, the scale of the show. You can't have a whole ton of big-name actors, so you can't have all the mainline Avengers just be like, hey, I'm a scroll, uh. You know, but at the same time, it is kind of one of those, I know people were kind of joking about it, mm-hmm. and now seeing it, like, I guess for them seeing it, it's like, oh, wait, you're actually going that route? Uh, okay, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> you know, it's like, like, okay, I, I, it's, it's a, you know, I think a lot of people find it interesting. Other people, obviously, like, like you were saying, are like, I don't like this at all. Like, what about all the, you know, that character development and stuff like that? Which, to be fair, are... I think a lot of criticisms that you could easily levy at the original Secret Invasion because yeah. that one, you know, I feel like more than anything, kind of went a bit hard on like who was a scroll, who wasn't a scroll, and it's like, well, how long were they a scroll? Yeah. When and, did this happen? You know, and I think that's sort of going to be the uh, the threading the needle that the show is going to have to do with this character. Yeah. Uh, like, where was the precise moment where this character got turned, uh, where this character was replaced by a scroll? Because mm-hmm. obviously we know that scrolls have been around since the '90s because of Captain Marvel. Yeah. And we have seen scrolls sort of popping in and out. Um, mm-hmm. As far back as I think uh, Far From Home, you know, we had Talos and I think I forget his uh, wife's name. Yeah, yeah his wife. Uh, you know, being Fury and Maria, and you know. Yeah. And then we have uh, that one cameo appearance at the end of uh, WandaVision where one of the scrolls meets Monica to recruit her to S.W.O.R.D., mm-hmm. I believe, or something like that. Like, Nick Fury wanted to see you back up on S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. So, clearly the idea of, like, oh, there's scrolls hidden amongst this kind of thing has always been sort of 
yeah. there in the background for, uh, you know, phases three and four. Mm-hmm. And it's like, obviously here, it's where it's like really popping up. Like, oh yeah, a secret invasion, let's go. You know, that's the... Now they're going to plant themselves, you know, they're planted everywhere, that sort of thing. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like, okay, when exactly did they... Because it has to be a point where it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because like if they just say it was between so and this movie and this time, I think it just it w- I wouldn't say it cheapens the 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 time frame of that character's motivations and character arc, but I feel like you know you need a sort of a very you know reasonable time point. Obviously, before and after said events could make sense, you know. Mm-hmm. But you, but like you know, we also got to remember this character is getting get more stuff later on. Where 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 are we going? Is this gonna be the actual character, or is this gonna be the character that we are just now introduced? Right, and I personally think, um, given the way this character has acted throughout the series, it feels like it has to be at least a bit recent, mm-hmm. considering, like, there's a very clear like distinction between this character's past appearances and this character's appearance in this show. Yeah. They feel a bit more volatile, more... Uh, antagonistic. Acta- yeah, antagonistic towards certain characters, especially Fury. So, I mean, heck, once Fury figures it out, he kind of plays like a little like mind game with him. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels like, wait, does he know that I'm a scroll now? Or, what? I don't... You know, basically, it's kind yeah, of yeah, like... Yeah. It's really just there so that he can, Fury can slip in a tracking device on the, you know, this scroll, basically, mm-hmm. and, you know, track their movements, you know, get Hawkeyes on them, basically. Not actual Hawkeye. Yeah, no, but, like, keep an eye on the boy. Yeah, so, you know, there is, it does make me feel like it is one of those, like, has to have been recent because, you know, like, it'd be weird if, this character has been a scroll for, like, how many years? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, like, there's probably somebody making, like, a fun joke about it, considering who this character is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, I... God, that'd be such a weird, like, way of, like, being like, oh, yeah, you know? That's why he... This is the way he is. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think you're right in the starting of the because, like, a lot of people, I feel, are a little upset, because part of... I think part of it just... You kind of want that, um... The way how in the book it was like, oh, secretly this person was, oh, he's a scroll, you know, uh, whatever random character from the Fantastic Four or like whatever like main person here and there, but it's like, uh, it just doesn't feel right, right? Mm-hmm. It it feels if if for for this because it's a different like story and a different thing, it was never meant to be like as accurate. But like I've said it before. It's trying to capture the same feel and kind of the same themes. I say kind of because again, my exposure to the book is never really that great. So, but but the idea of you know this secret group of people coming in and throwing stuff off is you know been around since forever. They lived amazing body snatchers. Basically, any movie inspired by the Red Scares. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of stuff. So it only makes sense that, you know, they want to kind of do their own thing with it. or And slash, like, you know, try to find a way to make it more modernized. I think this is a very, like, good attempt at it. Even though, like, a lot of people were like, oh, but kind of like it was more like in the comic. But it's, 
obviously we can't do that the way things are set up. You know, with, like we said it before, the comics have had years and years of like, of of like you know stuff to go with, and then and like you also have to think about the fact that you could easily use like say the scrolls as a retcon. Like, why did that person do this such such and such thing? Like, oh, because he was on the scroll the whole time. Oh, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have that here. And like like I mentioned before, now obviously where this goes no one knows because we haven't you know we, we're only speaking about now not in the future hopefully it's a it's a decent explanation because like and it's not i feel like it might ruin the, sh- the show for some people right now i will say this um just to go a little bit on a different tangent um we do actually get to see a little bit of super scroll stuff going on yes now Correct me if I'm wrong. Did we actually see the Super Scroll like machine uh, on graphic, or was that kind of implied? It was kind of implied. Uh, okay. But yeah, basically, it's kind of neat. Um, although, I am kind of like, I, I mean, I guess to be fair, I'm more used to how uh, Super Scrolls work in like, say, like animated stuff and whatever, where like they can use their like powers like. They use all like, like the Super Scroll can use all his powers like. You know, at the same time, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and all we really got to see from Gravik was uh, just uh, doing the whole stretchy Groot arms thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he just has, like, Groot, like, plant stuff come out of him to, like, strangle the guy, which is kind of brutal. Oh, you know? was it brutal? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, this dude isn't like human, so he probably would just, you know, do whatever it takes. But, yeah, um, need to see. I'm kind of curious to see if they will actually go that route of, like, have him like display all like the powers all in one go just to show like how i, I don't know like how powerful he is or they'll just be like ah, i gotta do it change it one at a time thing and i think i already said it like last time we talked about it we're like i don't expect there to be like a comic accurate super scroll considering mm-hmm. no fantastic four but they're still finding ways to like kind of adhere to it i mean like we said like the last time they had extremists being on there, mm-hmm. so you got like the you know the fire parts there, and kind of uh some like armor stuff. But there's no real way of like replicating the Invisible Woman's like force fields or invisibility stuff mm-hmm. by doing that. So you know, but it is interesting to see. Also, uh, we also learned uh, Gaia also got to turn herself into a Super Scroll before. Now, granted, how much of a scroll powers does she have is the question. Yeah, because she does, she kind of, like, goes on the fly because it, it's revealed in a bit of a flashback that as she's, like, running around, you know, causing disruption on the base, she sneaks into the, uh, well, she reads the mind, well, she goes through the, uh, the doctor's mind to figure mm-hmm. out, okay, what stuff is what. She grabs one of the vials, starts the machine, and then, you know, gets extremis. In her, you know, she has extremist powers now, but we don't know what else she has, or you know, ba- you know, basically that. Like, did she get yeah. the full Super Scrolls treatment, or is she just like, oh yeah, I can uh, use extremists now? Which you know, that's gonna be interesting to see later on, because obviously I think she more than anyone will probably have a fighting chance against Gravik, because I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick Fury is Nick Fury. I don't think he has the physical capabilities, and guns don't really work on Gravik. So, 
I mean, you gotta, you gotta fight a super scroll with another super scroll. You know what I mean? Yep. That's the only way. Which is gonna be and one of those things I really hope they don't do. Right? Mm-hmm. Or at least I hope they do something with him where it's not going to end in a big CGI fest. Which I do agree with. I do agree kind of gets, you know, generic at some point. But we'll, we'll wait and see. At least, at least I hope it's, it's gonna be a good fight. <laughs> Yeah, with the uh, you know again with the idea of the Super Scroll having all these mm-hmm. cool powers, you kind of hope they get creative with it. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. In I mean, the closest thing we've got was Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, when they gave Johnny all the powers. Yeah, which is <laughs> but yeah. Looking back out of that movie, man, man. I mean, we even then we were when we were watching that as kids, we were like. That's not right. I think as kids, we I think we remember just them botching Galactus and being like, "What the hell? This isn't a giant man eating planets. He's just a cloud. This is some bullshit." With a shadowy figure of the helmet. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I would have accepted it. You know what would have made sense of that of that movie? If they said like, "Yo, yeah, the big cloud. That's actually the machine. He's right in the center of it." That would be kind of neat if it's just a regular sized dude mm-hmm. in the in in like wearing purple or whatever and it's like this is my machine you know this is how I eat planets yeah but it would make sense see that's kind of a neat way of like reinventing the character for modern day yeah like if you didn't want to go like straight up like just a giant dude running around walking around the mm-hmm. the universe eating planets you know I mean I would question it but like then it, there's also that one time where they made a Galactus and this is from the 1610 you know the ultimate universe where it was just like a just bunch of ships like it was just like a, you know, like 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 a locust kind of thing, mm. and I'm like, that's lame. A little bit. Yeah, that's kind of lame. And then they fought the actual Galactus, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. They must have been very befuddled mm-hmm. when they saw that. But yeah, um, it's gonna be neat seeing kind of where the show goes off in these next yeah. few episodes. And we're not even mentioning some of the more important, like like small details of things that are going on. And that's only because we're kind of still trying to keep it on a bit of a hush-hush kind of thing. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff in, that's going on in this show that, like, makes it feel very much different. And in a good way. And I I've, I mean, I've seen people go kind of back and forth on it online. Where they both, like, either are kind of okay with it, but also kind of like, but also like, you know, really enjoy the show. And I'm, I'm one of those people who are who's really enjoying the show because, you know, this is what I would want from a Fury-centered show. And it's like... Not half bad. I think it's a little more, still more on the slower side for some people, but you know, to each their own, right? Mm-hmm. It's. I feel like this is kind of like not Marvel's answer to Andor, but like a nice little like attempt at Andor. <laughs> um, I can see what you mean. Like, in, at least in terms of like maybe the messaging coming across obviously uh, you know secret invasion evokes a lot of like like you said earlier like they that they live body invasion of body snatchers all that stuff of like he goes you know aliens hiding in plain sight as regular mm-hmm. people plotting out you know yeah the, 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 like like who can you trust kind of thing like yeah like like, like i said or like i said before like the red scares which i think like was it the second body invasion of body snatchers was kind of inspired by or like used like elements of that yeah, yeah, like that whole time in U.S. politics where they're just accusing everybody for being secret Russian agents. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I get that. But I feel like Andor went more in, like, a direction of, uh... I guess Andor was exploring, like, new territory in a, weird, in, in a way. You mm-hmm. know, like, just following Andor's, like, story and, like, that sort of process of, like... Oh, it, it was, like, a very grounded look at the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. which was very different. Um, I think with Secret Invasion, like, we still have the... I think part of me is just, like, he, yeah, these are aliens that shift into anything, and uh, now they found a way to give themselves even more powers, and they're just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, I get, like, I wouldn't say it's not as grounded as... I, I guess I would say it's not as grounded as, and, as Andor, and because of that... It doesn't feel as as real. Yeah. You know? Mm. Like, at least with Andor, you can, like, see a lot of parallels to, like, maybe actual, like, rises of rebellions in history and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, with Secret Invasion, it's always been, you know, it kind of takes, it's, like you said, like a Marvel take on, like, you know, Invasion of the Body Snatchers kind of thing. And it's neat to see that. And sort of, like... Mm-hmm. Especially when we learn, I think one of the interesting parts of the episode is, yeah, when we learn this character is a scroll, and it's like, oh, that kind of like, and we get that scene with Fury, you know, it's like that tense moment of like, does this guy know I'm a scroll? What I don't know how to react in this situation here. Yeah, and like I think I also talked about it before, like the the small little nuggets of things that they leave behind as to like how how far is the reach of the scrolls. Is still such a, like a really like neat and cool thing they did, like the the fact that they had that that one guy who was basically like a Sean Han- we talked about it before the Sean Hannity guy, where it's like clearly obviously that this guy's supposed to be that, and it's like interesting to see how that how much like control, you know the scrolls technically have, as to what like, you know how much they really need because the whole point is like, Gravix thing is to cause you know disruption and get them to you know attack each other and that's sort of the 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 gist like yeah the gist of his plan but like what essentially he's doing you know he's he's spouting misinformation he's spouting like um a lot of um rhetoric that would cause people to be up in arms so you know it's kind of interesting to see granny still needs to take needs to have some level control of the gov- of different governments in order to, for it to work out, right? You can't just be like, oh, they did this and then did that, therefore, you know, you need to do whatever they can do. Go ahead and just start killing each other off. No, it's like, okay, no, we, need, we need to make sure this, this, this makes sense. We are invading these people. <laughs> Hence the name. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm also very excited, I'm very interested to see how this plays off. They're, they're leaving a lot of, like, breadcrumbs, right? This is the fourth episode of six. So where could we go in the next two episodes? Obviously, the last episode is going to be the 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 climax, like you know, falling action kind of story level, right? Story point, right? But who? But like, where where do we go, right? Because Gravity looks kind of unstoppable right now, and I mean we know um, what's her name, Gaia has something up her sleeve. Talos is going to be Talos. That's all I got to say about that. Um, and comes with the scrolls, but you know, Fury, you know, I don't know. I, I it's leaving me in a state where I am very interested to see what happens. I'm not saying I don't have an idea of what could happen, but I really just want to see how this goes on. Yeah, it does seem like, um, because obviously, uh, Gravik's plan was to attack, uh, 
a U.S. convoy with the president posing mm-hmm. as Russians. And it's interesting to note because um, Gravik's there himself. He doesn't send a bunch of uh, scroll lackeys. And, you know, when the fighting commences, like I said earlier, he does show off his, some of his super scroll abilities, mm-hmm. which I feel might lend into, like, maybe Fury finally getting a bit of an upper hand because Gravik, in, a, in, in an attempt to, you know, control the situation, exposes mm-hmm. his powers. And uh, quite a few of those soldiers are, are still alive and, take you know, are able to get the president back to safety. So Fury mm-hmm. now has leverage in terms of, like, hey, you know... This is what we're up against, Mr. President. We got some shape-shifting aliens. They have powers. You're all being played for fools here, kind of thing. Yeah. Now, we don't know, you know, but basically what I'm assuming might happen is that tensions are going to go kind of sky high, you know. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the planet will be on the brink of a world war, like a nuclear world war, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming. And it's going to be sort of a race against time to, like, Either expose, either stop Gravik before you know anything mm-hmm. can happen, or expose the scroll, the, the secret invasion, so that everybody can be on the same page and be like, "Oh, okay, we gotta stop these scrolls now." Mm-hmm. And I think that makes the most sense, right? Because like another aspect was that Fury has to prove the fact that he what he did would prove what he was doing, but no one's gonna believe him because of the alien stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though like, yes, you could argue we've had aliens, but like. They don't know about scroll aliens, right? There's only like a certain level of like alien. Also, to be fair, they did get invaded by aliens, <laughs> the Thanos kind. Mm. So they would be a little more like, oh, hold up now. You mean to tell me there's more aliens? Well, I think it's more of there are aliens that can shape shift and have uh, taken key mm-hmm. positions in various governments around the world. That that's gonna that's, be like that's the one that yeah. I think people are like okay we can believe aliens but uh, the fact that they've been able to infiltrate our all of our world governments and stuff even like the UN and are like secretly controlling stuff behind the scenes that's a little that's a little uh, you know conspiracy theory yeah and it's gonna be yeah that that makes a lot more sense too yeah I didn't really think of it that way um, but yeah we'll. Um, Hopefully we'll we'll see how this all plays out. So there's a lot of stuff in there that makes me go like, oh, they could do this, they could do that, but eh, we'll see. Uh, but I think that's about as much as we can say about this episode, unless you have anything more you can want to add. Not really. Um, like I said, I, it's gonna be interesting to see where both like the main like you know tipping point yeah happens, and mm-hmm. also like how this whole thing gets resolved. Because I mean, heck, even how any of this will relate to uh, the Marvels movie, you know, if at all. If so, at all. I highly doubt it. <laughs> and Fury's there, so, I mean, either this takes place before Secret Invasion or this takes place after Secret Invasion, and it's going to be like, like, where the hell were you, Carol? I'm like, I was doing space stuff. What happened? <laughs> yeah. What's going on now? Uh, but, yeah, if you guys like what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're brought up on Instagram. Uh, be sure to follow us there, and we are in, over there. You find a link to do all packing sites. We're officially part of like our podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, and a link to the YouTube for all your audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. 
And yeah, we also have a Patreon there for just support. But anyways, guys, it's been me, your boy Eli. Me, Joe. Hopefully, we'll we'll keep on talking about Secret Invasion uh, unless something weird something comes up. But yeah, it's, you guys have a good one. Peace.